Hello, this is Dr. Bruce Wintman, and the following is a podcast on Dupuytren's disease and the newer developments of needle aponeurotomy and collagenase injection. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, this uh, podcast is intended as purely informational for my patients and also for any patients at the Hand Center of Western Massachusetts. So, what is Dupuytren's disease? This is an abnormal thickening of tissue that is just below the level of the skin. And there's different types of tissue in the hand. There's skin, there's muscle, there's bone. There's also a tissue that strands throughout the soft parts to give it form and to give it wrinkle. Uh, and in Dupuytren's disease, the body makes too much of it and a little bit abnormal type. And this can present as nodules in the palm, or it can present as cords that run uh, in line with the fingers. And sometimes people will observe pitting of the skin as well. When this gets more significant, the cords can actually contract the finger down uh, and cause a, a permanent contracture uh, of the digit so that one can't extend the finger. So how does this come about? It turns out that Dupuytren's disease is a genetic illness that comes on after 40 years of age. We see it more often in men than women, but we certainly see our share of, uh, uh, of women that come in the office that have Dupuytren's disease. And there seems to be uh, an association with people of European extraction, but we see it in lots of varied individuals. This brings us to the various treatment options that are available for Dupuytren's disease. In years past, if the Dupuytren's disease was significant, causing flexion contractures that were interfering with daily activities, a partial fasciectomy could be performed. Uh, and this is a procedure where a number of incisions are made on the palm and in line with the fingers uh, that have the Dupuytren's disease, and then the fascial tissue is removed, uh, and the incisions are closed, and the wounds are allowed to heal. And this was uh, our standard of care for a very long time, and it does work very well. The problem with it is that after surgery, there's a significant amount of rehab time, so that the hand has to be splinted and the fingers have to be splinted in extension uh, for a number of weeks uh, and the individual who's had the surgery works very closely with occupational therapy regaining his motion uh, and working on splinting and having wound care until the wounds are completely healed and splinting may go on for several months as a result this interferes with people's regular activities following surgery. What has been developed over the past several years uh, are two new advances in the treatment of Dupuytren's disease. And the first is that of needle aponeurotomy. And this was brought over uh, from France and the concept is rather than removing the tissue is to break up the tissue uh, with a needle or a, a small microblade. If you think of the cord of Dupuytren's fascia as being like a rope, a strand of rope, one can use a needle as almost as a, a small uh, scalpel 
to tick away at the chord uh, and to break it up at various levels throughout its course uh, in line with the finger. And this then allows the finger to extend. This procedure, when it's done with a, a, a small 25 gauge needle, uh, allows for very little disruption of the skin uh, and therefore the rehabilitation time uh, is markedly reduced. In fact, after the procedure, uh, which can either be done in the office uh, or a similar procedure in the operating room, the patient is allowed to use the hand immediately. Typically there's no splinting involved uh, unless there's a significant residual contracture. And the wounds typically heal over the course of uh, seven days or so. No occupational therapy is necessary. The patient will usually apply ice intermittently to the hand for 48 hours and will avoid vigorous gripping for approximately 10 days. However, the patient can really use the hand for all of his or her regular daily activities. One of the other great features about needle laparotomy is that the patient doesn't need to fast the night before. In fact, you can eat uh, right up until the time of your procedure because there's no, it's only done with a local anesthetic. And you can take all of your medications uh, right up until the time of the procedure, which is really nice uh, for patients in terms of keeping on their regular schedule uh, and not having any post-operative uh, nausea or vomiting, uh, which we oftentimes see with the larger open partial fasciectomy. The other new treatment option for Dupuytren's disease that I'd like to discuss is collagenase, or its brand name, Zyaflex. And this is an enzyme uh, that breaks down collagen. And you can find collagen in a number of tissues throughout your body, including skin, hair, nails. Uh, and there's also uh, collagen in uh, Dupuytren's uh, fascia and the cords uh, that cause contractures. The concept is that the collagenase is given as an injection at one specific point in the cord. This allows the cord to be disrupted and the finger to be extended. The collagenase injection is given on one day and 24 hours later the patient is brought back for a manipulation of the finger to straighten out the finger. Now, collagenase, the way it's been developed, is preferential to the collagen in the Dupuytren's uh, fascia. So even though that there's collagen in tendons and other structures, the enzyme that's being given in this case tends to preferentially work on the Dupuytren's cord. The nice thing about both collagenase uh, injections and the needle aponeurotomy is this limited rehab time uh, whereby the patient is able to use the hand very soon after the procedure, which is uh, an incredible difference from uh, the open partial fasciectomies that we would perform in the past. There are some subtle differences between the two, and these can be discussed further in the office, but essentially the collagenase injection can only be given at one single point so that if you have multiple contractures of a single finger 
or contractures uh, and Dupuytren's cord that's developed in multiple fingers, they have to be addressed separately. Where with a needle aponeurotomy, these can sometimes be addressed at, in the same sitting. The outcomes of these two newer procedures, both collagenase injection and needle aponeurotomy, are quite good. We quote a recurrence rate of approximately 50% at three years, and I believe that the two procedures are somewhat similar. The outcomes for an open partial fasciectomy are a little bit better, although the rehab course is a little bit longer, and we quote the recurrence rate for the open partial fasciectomy at approximately 50% at five years. This means that if you have one of the newer procedures, you may need to redo the procedure again uh, several years later. A little bit like going to the dentist. There are uh, certainly risks to these procedures. Uh, no procedure is without risk. Uh, there are risks uh, of injury to the tendons and the nerves, uh, risks of bleeding, infection, uh, skin tears, and wound healing problems, to name a few. But the majority of these procedures go off without a hitch. Not everyone is a candidate for these two newer procedures, uh, and this is based on a number of factors, including previous surgery, extent of the disease, and the location of the cord. In fact, the ideal candidate is one that has an isolated contracture of a single digit uh, at the MCP joint, or the metacarpal phalangeal joint. Uh, we tend to do better with cords and contractures that affect the metacarpal phalangeal joint, the main knuckle uh, of the hand, as opposed to the middle knuckle of the finger called the proximal interphalangeal joint. But these are all things that uh, can be evaluated at the time of your appointment. The last thing we should talk about is cortisone injection which is sometimes given for painful and large nodules and we'll also use this as an adjunct when performing needle aponeurotomy. The concept here is that cortisone injections may help soften or slow down the process uh, of the Dupuytren's fascia uh, formation at, at these areas. Uh, and so even though this won't disrupt the cord or remove the tissue, like the other procedures, it can be somewhat helpful in certain cases. It should be emphasized again that Dupuytren's disease is a genetic illness, and as of yet, we have no cure for the problem. So that all these procedures will necessarily have a recurrence rate. This concludes the podcast on advances in treatment for Dupuytren's disease including collagenase injection and needle aponeurotomy. I hope that the patients of the Hand Center of Western Massachusetts have found this helpful. If you have any further questions, please feel free to visit our website at www.handctr.com, where you'll find further material on the subject, including links, handouts, and actual representative photos of the procedures. Thank you.